Welcome to the North Carolina Fusion for Life podcast, brought to you by Atrium Health Wake Forest Baptist. Our NC Fusion for Life podcast is focused on highlighting NC Fusion alumni. Since our mission is about creating intentional experiences through sport to positively impact people for life, we want to follow up with our former players and find out how those experiences are still impacting them today. We take time to discuss their sports journey, what they're doing now, and what lessons they've used from their sports journey to help them in the real world. Today, I'll be interviewing Sarah Niblock, formerly Sarah Petras. We hope you enjoy. Good morning, Sarah. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. So we got like 15 to 20 minutes before all your munchkins come back to your classroom? Yes. Okay. 10 o'clock. I need to go pick them up. All right. Sounds good. We will uh, We will get through this fairly quickly, but I really appreciate you being on our NC Fusion for Life podcast. Um, so we'll really kick things off by asking you to tell us about your soccer journey. Okay, well, it all starts when I was about five or six years old. I started playing soccer here in Winston-Salem for the Optimus Soccer League. I did that for a year or two at Schaffner Park, Sherwood Forest. And then I tried out for twins. I played a year up on a challenge twins team. Um, And then maybe in late elementary school, I went back on age and played for the Twins Classic team, and my coach was Katie Connor. After Katie Connor, I continued on that Twins Classic team, and my coach was you, Scott Wollaston. Oh. After you were my coach for a few years in middle school, I continued on that Twins Classic team, and um, Paul Forrester was my coach. And then I believe it was 2010, um, I was going into ninth grade. That's when Twins. I believe merged with mm-hmm. Greensboro and came Fusion. That was going into my ninth grade year, high school year. And I played Fusion all throughout high school. My coaches were Nathan Williams and Chris Robinson. Um, I played for the ECNL League, which meant we traveled a lot throughout high school. And then I continued my soccer career at Appalachian State and played soccer there for four years. So that is my life picture of my <laughs> that's career. awesome that's you've had quite uh the the list of coaches there yes, a lot of amazing coaches yeah seriously aside from me of course um <laughs> of course. so tell me about uh some of your favorite memories of your time whether it was optimist twins fusion app state what what were some of your your favorite memories yeah uh, i'll start with um twins and my favorite memory at twins involves you a little bit and i don't know if i've i don't know if you remember this or i've told you this before but Uh-oh. it was an eighth grade year uh, we made it to the state championship and it was in greensboro at bryan park and twins was playing charlotte and it was the state championship and it was double overtime and the score was zero zero double overtime and i took a free kick probably about 30 yards from the goal it was Mm -hmm. a far free kick (laughs) and paul forrester was my coach at the time but you were on the sideline for that game mark simpson was on the sideline for that game and i remember you looked at me and you just said something very simple like just go for it (laughs) like or like you got it just like as in don't don't try to lob the ball in the box just try to score the goal 
And I just remember I just like nodded my head and I said, okay. And then I kicked the ball and it went in. I think it was upper right 90 maybe. <laughs> um, and then we, we won 1-0 and double overtime against Charlotte. It was a really good team. And um, we won state cup. And then that summer we went on to Baton Rouge, Louisiana for um, regionals. And we made it, I think, to the, maybe the quarterfinals. Um, but that was an amazing experience, an amazing moment. And that is still my favorite goal I have ever scored in my <laughs> soccer career. Well, I can say that I've seen you score a lot, especially free <laughs> kicks from far away. So that was definitely uh, definitely one of your, your strengths, wasn't it? Yeah, free <laughs> kicks and corner kicks. Yeah. Those those I like to take. That's yeah. right. So tell me about your um, tell me about your teammates. So I, I just remember that that group. I still run into um, a bunch of the parents from that team from time to time. So tell me about that. Uh, I know it obviously it changed over the years with some players um, either coming or going or at it when yeah. when things came together. Yeah, that, but talk about that. Yeah, that team was super memorable because those girls are still my best friends. Mm -hmm. So um, Josie Haynes was on that team, Emma James Barksdale, and Lindsay Kubrick. And those girls were all in my wedding two summers ago. So, mm -hmm. so soccer has just brought me lifelong friends. And those girls I visit. Josie lives in Chicago. I visit her every summer. Emma James is here in residency at Winston-Salem. She's an anesthesiologist. Lindsay Kubrick's not too far away in Greensboro. So I... I still see them. They're still my lifelong friends. I still keep up with a few of the other girls, but those three, Josie, Emma James, and Lindsay, um, yeah, have made a great impact on my life. And it all started when we met each other when we were playing twins, when we were in elementary school, and we are all in our late twenties, and we um, are still best friends today. Love it. So yeah, great group of girls. I love that. I love that. So talk about. Um... How about some of your biggest struggles or hardest things that you kind of went through in your, your soccer career? Sure. Uh, two things come up, and one is actually that state cup. So that state cup in eighth grade um, was when I was getting confirmed at my church. Mm -hmm. And so we all knew confirmation Sunday was coming up, and it was the same day as state cup finals. But, you know, we didn't know if we would make it to the state cup finals. But we won in the semifinals against Greensboro, and we made it to the finals. And I, I had a hard decision to make because I had been committed with my church and with my friends at church to participate in Confirmation Sunday. It was the exact same time as the State Cup Championship game, and my parents and I had a long talk. And the final decision was I need to be there for my team. I've made a commitment for my team and I cannot miss the state cup championship game. But I just remember that being just such a hard decision yeah, yeah. Um, because there was two events that I needed to be at on the yeah. same day and two, two communities that I committed my time to. But ultimately I knew the decision was, and my parents knew the decision was to be there for my team at that state cup. But I just remember leading up to that, that was a stressful moment of deciding what I needed to do. But thank goodness I was there for the state cup scoring yeah. that goal. And then I just, <laughs> I, I got confirmed a year later. Awesome. My other um, biggest struggle would be going into college, um, going into Appalachian state my freshman year, I was really struggling with calf pain. Um, I had a lot of calf pain um, that summer before going into college. And I remember I played in the East West all-star game and the East West all-star game for high school soccer was the West Forsyth, soccer coach at the time and he said to me hey Sarah I need you 
to play the whole game. And I was like, oh, that's no problem. I will absolutely <laughs> play the whole game. Of course I'll play the whole game, the East-West All-Star game. He said, yeah, we don't have really any other holding center mids. Can you play the whole game? I said, yes. Five minutes in, I had to ask to come off the field. My calves were hurting so bad. Mm. And I was in tears. And I've never been injured. I never was injured in my whole soccer career. And that was really frustrating to not be able to play in that game just because my calves were hurt so bad. So my freshman year at App, I struggled through injury with my calves, trying to figure out what was going on. So I redshirted my freshman year at Appalachian. We figured out that at the time they thought I had compartment syndrome in both my calves. So fall of my freshman year, 2014, I had compartment syndrome surgery on both my calves. I um, thought I recovered. I went back in the spring, started playing. My calves were still in really bad pain. So we went down the mountain, went to Baptist, and did some tests and realized that I had popliteal artery entrapment syndrome. And that is just where the arteries behind my knees were being compressed by displaced muscle. So maybe due to all the training I was doing, all the weightlifting I was doing to get ready for college athletics, my muscle kind of grew, my muscle moved a little bit, and it was pressing on my arteries, which was then cutting off blood flow to my calves. Wow. which was then making my calves painful while yeah. I was running, walking, exercising. So summer before my sophomore year, I had popliteal artery entrapment syndrome surgery on one leg. And then I played a little bit my sophomore year, even though the other leg still had had surgery. I then did my other leg fall of sophomore year, came back spring of sophomore year, and I was completely healed i've had no issues since i played my spring sophomore probably had my best soccer career at appalachian my junior year played my senior year and i've had no issues since i guess that would be a big struggle as having no injuries injuries my whole soccer career and then finally at the peak of my soccer career playing college d1 soccer and having an injury going into college Yeah. yeah but i i really think it all worked out i i think i mean it was a struggle going through those surgeries but i think it was a blessing i i don't know if i was mentally prepared for college soccer and all the demands of college soccer so being injured my first year gave me a moment to sit back kind of take it all in and contribute to my team Mm -hmm. in other ways um so it, it all worked out i love i love both of those examples i mean first one being one that you had to make a tough decision where you knew you were going to let somebody down. Right. And, and you, yeah. had, you had committed to something. I love that example because that's, uh, that's certainly lifelike. Um, and the number of times that we have to make decisions that, um, are, will affect someone. And, uh, so that, that was, that's an awesome example. And then obviously from an injury, um, side, you know, you probably, I'm sure there were moments where you thought, all right, well, this is it. This is over. I'm done. Yeah. Um, and, but you had to battle back and you wanted to battle back cause you love doing it. And I love For that. Sure. That's uh that's fantastic. Um, Thank you. so tell us kind of now, uh, soccer ended at state, everything. Um, what's life look like now? I know you said, uh, you're married. Um, what, yeah. what do you do? And we mentioned the, uh, kids are coming here in uh, yeah. about eight minutes. So yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Tell us more. I, yeah. I'm a first grade teacher at Whitaker elementary. Whitaker Elementary is the school I went to. Um, And so full circle that after Appalachian, I interviewed 
at a few schools here in Winston, and I got the job at Whitaker. So I've been at Whitaker. Um, this is my sixth year teaching first grade. I've been in first grade the entire time. I absolutely love it. Obviously, some days are more challenging than others. Of course. But I just told my class this about 20 minutes ago. I said, I'm going to be honest, y'all. You are the best group I've ever had. I said, I've been grabbing <laughs> on you. I've been telling everyone I have a really good group this year. It's going really well. So I, I teach first grade. In um, my spare time, I do a lot of tutoring. Um, I tutor um, anywhere between kindergarten and fifth grade. So I spend my time with kids most of the days. I also do a little bit of one-on-one -on -one soccer coaching in mm -hmm. some of these families' backyard. So I'm still involved with soccer Great. a little bit. I make sure to go to a lot of my students' games. A lot of them <laughs> play soccer at Whitaker Soccer Fields, which yep. is right beside the school. So I'm still trying to be involved in Fusion, support Fusion, support my students, and, and go to their soccer games. Um, so yeah, I'm married, been married two years. Um, my husband and I met high school. We've been together for about 10 years. Um, and we're both from Winston, and we both came back to Winston after college. And um, yeah, we're, we're having a great time here in Winston, and we, we don't think we'll ever leave. We love <laughs> Winston. We love this community. Our families are both here our cousins, our grandparents. Um, so yes, we are just loving life right now. That's doing awesome. good. So tell Thanks. us kind of now that you're in the real world, are there any specific uh, lessons that, that you would say that you've, you took from your, your soccer career, your soccer experience that are really helping you now? Yeah. Uh, I think of course, you know, working as a team, being a team player, you, most jobs you're in, you have to work with people. You have to work with people who have different opinions than you, different experiences than you, but you find a way to come together and make it work. Um, so I think just being a team player and listening and giving advice and learning from the people around me on my team, I just feel like soccer, you just got to do a good job of being a team player mm -hmm. because if you don't have chemistry with your team, if you don't have – that connection with your with your friends on your team it's 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 not going to pay off on the soccer field mm -hmm. um so i think just having that chemistry having that connection with people working well together has um has paid off in my job in my classroom i also feel like growing up i was super super competitive and winning mattered so much to me but when i got to college i think it was the injuries it just life got put into perspective and winning was was not as important so after losing many games in college i wasn't as upset you know life life goes on there's so much more to this sport than winning and just the biggest takeaways are the friendships you make the life lessons you learn and and just you know it's okay to lose it's yeah. okay to move on and and it's okay to self-reflect on the game a little bit and think about what you can do better. But moving on, there's a new day. There's a new game. Um, so, yeah, it, growing up, I was super upset when we lost. And then I I really wasn't in college because I was like, guys, we gotta, we, we're on the road. We got another game to look forward to on Sunday. Mm -hmm. We've got to forget that game and move on. Yeah. Um, I, you know, trying to teach that to my students as well, that we'll do a lot of games in class. We do a lot of competitions, but it's okay. It's just a game. Mm -hmm. We have more of the day and um, things can always go better. I love so. it. That's fantastic. That's awesome. Thanks. Well, I'll, I'll um, before we, before we kind of sign off, I will share that 
my I do remember my first experience coaching you um, when you were playing up as a challenge player. Um, and I just remember a girl who seemed to have a high level of energy, potentially ADHD, a lot of questions, wouldn't yeah. sit still, uh, yeah. wouldn't really listen. Um, and now uh, look at you now. So, yeah. you know, I, I would say, um, you know, as a dad, um, work having a, a kid who's kind of got similar uh, traits maybe that uh, you <laughs> you displayed when I was coaching uh, it gives me a lot of hope um, so thank you for for that and um, so I would say um, uh, as your as a former coach but also now um, a friend hopefully mm-hmm. um, I would just say yeah. I'm super proud of you um, really awesome to see one um, just watch you through your career but now the impact that you're having on on kids and in our community and staying connected with us and just uh, really proud of you and um, I really appreciate you being on on our podcast today oh awesome thank you so much for all the kind words I mean soccer has been my life it's still my life I watched the U.S. women's national team play last night and and I'm just so grateful for the sport for the community that twins and fusion gave me and for the community that we're still passing on to to the next generation so thank you for all you do for fusion every day thanks Sarah all right you have an awesome day enjoy the kids awesome thank you so much talk to you later all right see you bye bye well, thank you for listening to the NC Fusion for Life podcast sponsored by Atrium Health, Wake Forest Baptist. It would mean a lot to us if you would subscribe to our podcast on your favorite streaming platform and share with others. You can also engage with us on the social media platforms of Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. We hope you've enjoyed today's podcast, and we hope that it helps to move forward our mission to create intentional experiences through sport to positively impact people for life. Go Fusion!